Rallycross Conversations, chatting all things dogs and running. Join me, Michelle. Me, Louise, as we chat to guests and experts about dogs and running, sometimes whilst we are out running. Hello and welcome to Canny Cross Conversations. As you know, we don't just talk about our dogs' health and fitness. We're also very keen to discuss our own health and fitness as runners. So today I'm chatting to our very own Louise, who, aside from being a Canny Cross instructor, is also a Pilates instructor. So I'm really excited to talk to Louise today and ask her all the questions that we've always wanted to know. Hi, Louise. Hi, Michelle. This feels really bizarre if I just might say that you're interviewing me now. <laughs> it feels a bit weird. I've been there on the other side. It's a bit, a bit odd, isn't it? Not yeah, asking yeah. the questions, answering them. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it, it is as you say. No, I'll shut up. You interview me. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought it'd be a good idea to have a chat about Pilates. Now, I, I've done a few of your Pilates sessions. Um, I, I do need to get back into it. I did see huge benefits from it. And it is something that I really need to make time for. So we thought it would be good just to have a chat really about what Pilates is and why we should be doing it as runners and how it might be able to help us. So do you want to just chat a little bit about your background in Pilates, Louise, and just tell us a little bit about what it is? It, I will do. So uh, I run um, as my main business, I suppose, um, Pilates for runners. So I niche down to Pilates for runners and it's with through Studio 44 Pilates. So go and find me on Instagram on, on all the socials. So, um, yeah, come and find me. But I do um, niche for runners and I've been teaching Pilates just generally for over 20 years now. Um, so it gives my age away a bit, doesn't it? But anyway, I've been teaching it for a long, long time and it it's evolved in a lot of ways, as I think most, most things do. Um, Pilates is, um, it's about strengthening your core, your back, um, your whole body, basically. But it's not all about strength. It's about mobility and flexibility. So it's perfect for runners because it's what we should be doing. And the best thing about it is it's low impact. So it's a great complement to, to running. Yeah, so you're going to shout at me here because I'm going to ask the obvious question, which is, <laughs> what is the difference between yoga and Pilates? I hate this question. <laughs> <laughs> For a couple of reasons. I've never done yoga and I hold my hand up to that. I used to, I used to be a gym manager um, in a health chain and I used to have to, um, uh, you know, deal with yoga teachers, stuff like that. But I never, ever went and did a class. So and I don't know why. And I think they are, I was researching this yesterday because I knew this was going to come up a little bit because they are quite similar. Yeah. But yoga has been around a lot longer. Pilates started in the 1920s with Joseph Pilates when he sort of um, found, you know, came up with the ideas for Pilates um, and the Pilates sort of system. Yoga is, is started off as quite spiritual yeah but yoga's evolved as well so you can get different types of yoga so from what i understand and i'm sure there'll be people out there listening who do yoga and go no you've got that really wrong but yoga used to be a lot of spiritual stuff i used to be a way of life and it used to be sort of a lot of stretching holding poses and things like that why i got into pilates and it did take me a while because i like to go for a run i like to do hot and you know get hot and sweaty and things like that um and i um what I like about it is it's so functional. So everything, if you imagine that we're a tree, yeah, <laughs> everything that we do, it comes from our centre. So like the tree's trunk, 
And then so our arms and our legs come off that. So if we're stable in our, our sort of centre, then we can do lots of things and we can do it safely and reduce our risk of injuries, basically. So it's a very functional exercise and it doesn't have to be just for running. You know, canny crossing is, I know it's running for us, but it's a very, it's very good for canny crossing. But, you know, gardening, walking, everything. It's just something to bring into your everyday life to keep you moving. Yeah. So, so it's something that we should all be thinking about doing really, because you, you talked there a bit about injury prevention yeah um so that's that's quite important and and i guess unless you've had an injury would it be something that you necessarily seek out no and and i ask this question all the time and i've asked runners this question so you get to a certain age and your body changes and we need to change the way we train and that and i will answer your question michelle but it's sort of coming into it we need to change the way we train and i think people carry on training as they always have done from their 20s with their running and then they get injured and that's when they seek it out what people don't do because I think I was talking to someone on Twitter the other day and he said but I'm invincible and I think because nothing's happened you don't change the way you're training but your body's changing and you need to change the way you are training it is that a roundabout way of saying it so and I think we're lazy we get into a habit and we do the same thing and I think we're lazy and until we need to we don't do it but yeah, we should be you're absolutely right you're and this is how I feel at the moment because for me I was doing Pilates with you for gosh how long was it probably four or five months yeah it was a while yeah um and then I found I, I didn't have it's not that I didn't have enough time I probably wasn't giving it priority <clears throat> um but I did notice the difference when I was being active and doing Pilates. I, I did feel much stronger in my core. I did feel stronger. So it, it is, I think it's laziness. And yeah, how do we, how do we get around that? I have no idea. I mean, I've just, as you know, just joined a running club for the first time ever. I've never done one before, but I feel that I need to, and it's really weird being told what to do because I'm not used to, you know, <laughs> not used to being told what to do. You're used to being the teacher. Yeah. So that was quite bizarre. But I was looking round and looking at the posture of people, you know, and there, I, was, I was probably the oldest there. And it's all sorts of things that Pilates could make your running so much easier. And until someone, and I know people that are injured and have gone through it and, and bring Pilates into it, it's important. So you do it and then you see the benefits for it. And it's, I don't know how we get people to um, understand the benefits before they get, get injured. Oh, so that, that's interesting. So talk to us a little bit about that then, about what you just said about running posture. So how, how can Pilates actually help us improve our running posture then? And, and why is that important? So posture for runners is really important. And again, it's so important. And again, I don't think we talk about that enough. Because we sit at desks all day, don't we? So we, we do. I, yeah, I certainly sit yeah. up here probably most of the well, most of the afternoon, certainly. Yeah. yeah. And you're like me. I do all my activity in the morning and I yeah. tend to work in the afternoon. And we become hunched over. Our lifestyles, looking at mobile phones. The whole, if you think about what you do in a day or how much you sit in a day, uh, your, your posture is going to be really bad by the end of the day. Whatever you think it will be because you're hunched over. So if we're hunched over, the muscles across the back become weaker because they become stretched. Michelle is now sitting up straight as you're, as you're talking to me about this, Louise. Yeah. And the muscles in the chest become tighter. So if you think about that, that's where we breathe, isn't it? 
chest area. Yeah. So if these muscles are tight, we haven't got the movement, but also we've reduced the space because we're hunched over. And, and so we get tired easier. And when we go out for a run, and if you watch people run, and because of what I do, I look at people a lot. I look at their upper body a lot more than I probably do their running form because yeah. that's not necessarily my you know, expertise, but posture and, and how people stand and move is. And, um, yeah, so it, it, if you think about if you sit up tall now, and I expect everyone to be doing this, just open up that chest. Your breathing becomes much easier. You're looking ahead. You're seeing where you're going. And, and everything, your limbs move better. Everything is better. If you think about your posture, so Pilates will help that because we, we talk about posture, the, the movements we do. But also if you strengthen your core, you can then hold yourself up in that um, position for a lot longer. So, you know, we don't fatigue as easily. So it's, you know, it all sort of, it's all, I always think of Pilates as if you think of um, all the exercises you do, so the running, the strength and and to hold all that up, the, the core, the Pilates comes in the middle. So it's a complement to everything you do. Yeah. It just doesn't need to take long. And, you know, focusing on Pilates for runners means that the exercises we do, which are mainly Pilates based, we can focus on the muscles that we need to strengthen, mobilize, flexible, you know, become more flexible. So, I mean, I could go on, as you can hear, because I just yeah. feel passionate about it. <laughs> So you said it doesn't need to take long. Um, how, you know, how long would a session generally be? So I do. Uh, so I do a lot online. I teach, you know, in my local area and I teach our classes and, and, and then people come, you know, once a week and they do it. And yes, they feel benefits, but they don't feel huge benefits. So I started way before pandemic. I started a membership and it is literally 10 minute Pilates sessions so although there are loads of videos you can do them when you want and they're 10 minutes and they'll be about strength they'll be about mobility we do um but we also do live online classes so i do at seven o'clock in the morning i do a mobility session i love it i don't yeah, like yeah. getting out of bed that early but i like that 10 minutes because it gets me moving and if i want to go out for a run then i feel in a much better space forgetting yeah. and bearing in mind as we get older as I've said, we, we start to change and we need to add these things in because everything's changing. Our bodies are stiff, you know, stiffening up. If, when we hit our mid-30s, things are starting to change. Yeah. So we need to start changing. And by the time we get to our mid-40s and 50s and 60s, you know, we need to be helping our bodies because we need to slow down the aging effect of, of what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so 10 minutes a day, you think? 10 minutes if you did it daily and, and people often ask me, what well, can I do it while I'm going for, you know, with my running, if yeah. you could do it before running, you could do it after. I like doing strength after the Pilates strength after because I'm warmed up and I've got a bit of a high and a bit of a buzz. 10 minutes once you've got used to the technique and the, the moves can be really hard. Yeah, it, you know, it, Michelle. yeah I, I do remember um, I've joined in a few of your 30 minute sessions. Yeah. And not expecting to sweat during them, but no. having had a really hard workout, actually. And we um, do a lot of standing sessions. So, so I do live classes in the membership and the live classes are 30 minutes or, or 10 yeah. minutes. And, you know, we do a standing, a whole session on standing, which is you'd, you'd recognise the exercises because they're sort of running, you know, exercises that you do before or after a run. But we focus on the core. We focus on our posture, our balance, things that are going to help us you know, with our running in the long run. And it, it does make such a difference. I mean, I've come back from injury and if I hadn't done Pilates, I, I don't know what I'd have done. Yeah, 
yeah it's it's funny because since I first tried Pilates with you and because I, I coach um on some running technique as well for clients who want who want that and since doing Pilates with you I've noticed that I am looking at what the um like the pelvis is doing in terms of it is it is it bent forward um is it tilted um is it in the right position and I found that just making those small changes actually and just you know giving the cue kind of tilt your pelvis forwards really yeah. helps people it does um, yeah it's 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 amazing actually so thinking about what what it could do naturally if you were to to take up pilates could be quite quite powerful for you running really yeah and, and then if you go to canny cross um it's even more important i met a woman this morning who uh, in this running club that i went to and um she canny crosses but she uses oh the waist belt around the the back oh okay and yeah. i was and she'd done pilates with me years ago i mean that's what she said i recognize you from 15 years ago i was like woo um and she i said oh no you don't want to be running with a belt like that because that's not going to do your back any good if you if your core's not strong enough and you can't maintain that pelvic stability which as a runner we need for, again for fatigue reasons if you if you um, run and you see a lot of people running I'm demonstrating here which is useless isn't it taking your arms across your body yeah. to a huge extent your body twists so you're not going in a straight line and you're using energy and if you're just starting out that's that's harder isn't it and you become yeah. disillusioned with it so it's all about stabilizing that pelvis as well yeah. which is really important with the core yeah it's, it's yeah it's, it's fascinating actually how it can help um, I think it is and I think don't you think that it just becomes we all go out for running for different reasons, don't we? We yeah. can cross for different reasons. But actually, I, I find once, once you've got excited about something and then I just want to know more and I want to do more, and maybe that's where we need to try and capture people to, to add it to their training and their, you know, and it doesn't matter if you're a, a you know, competitive racer or just someone going out for a 5K job because so many people get put off by running because everything hurts or their calves hurt or you know things start to hurt because they're using their body and their muscles in a different way and they're not prepared for it yeah yeah I know, I know I've certainly had my share of kind of calf and Achilles problems which I know we've chatted about during Pilates sessions yeah and again we can do stuff for, for that and it's quite simple you know yeah. to, to yeah. you know you always go and seek out professional life but advice but it is quite simple to to sort out potentially yeah, so so we chatted about how it can be, so how it's different to yoga, for example, in that it, it's it's very much functional, and um, it can help you running. So obviously, I've got a question from Twitter which came in: um, Would someone who does yoga benefit from Pilates? I think I already know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, and I have lots of people that do both, and they love it, yeah. and they do both. And you know, I might not have explained yoga as well, and you know, people will be shouting at the podcast, but yeah, I, it definitely. It's different. It is different in in you know in the way we teach it, if nothing else. Yeah, and and you've you've chatted about how it is kind of a, a tough workout in itself, particularly if you're doing kind of thirty minutes to an hour session. So is that something that you'll you're likely to ache after doing? How should we be planning that into a week, for example? Say we've got a busy week of training and we've got intervals in, we've got hill sessions, we've got a long run. For example, if we're training for a marathon, yes. how would we fit Pilates in? So as you as a running coach, I'll throw this one back at you. Hmm. Do you um, put in, because I've, I've got my running plan now, uh, do you factor in for them to do strength training? I, I do, yes, yes. 
Um, so you could use on a rest day. Yeah. You could do, or a cross training day, you could do Pilates and you could do longer sessions. Yeah. Because... Would it be in such a workout, is that recommended for a rest day though? Because I tend to say to my athletes, have a recovery day. Just take take a day off. Take your mind off training as well. Well, you could do I think it. that's yeah. important sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it will depend on time, which is why I do the yeah. sessions. Um, but you can still do 10 minutes of hard stuff, you know, hard workout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say was it's low impact. So yeah. maybe it's a cross-training day that you can yeah. do it. If you're new to Pilates, as if you're new to anything, it's going to ache. You're going to feel it. Yeah. Once you get used to it, yeah, as you push yourself and challenge yourself, then things are going to change. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a gradual thing if you take it up. And the really important thing is to learn the technique properly because you can injure yourself if you do it wrong. So you, you've got to, to learn it well. Yeah, so, yeah, I, th- I think that's the key, isn't it? I think just do it in kind of bite-sized pieces while you get used to it, because it, be, it can be quite demanding the more into it you get, can't it? Yeah, no, definitely. So yeah. I, think, I think if you if you're having a running plan done, you say to your coach, well, I want to do this. The 10 minutes, I think you can do every day. I tend to do it every day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 10 minutes a day is fine, yeah. isn't it? I was thinking more like an hour or a half-hour yeah. session. Uh, but do you know what? I was... I would probably say if you're doing 10 minutes a day and maybe a half hour session because you've got a bit more time yeah. on the weekend, then that's all you need. Yeah. It will start to make a difference. And if you're, I think, especially with women, if you're scared of doing strength training, you hear the word strength training and you're like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Weights and smelly gyms, don't you? Yeah. It's amazing what you can add it again, as you know, it's amazing how strong Pilates can be. Yeah, and it's amazing how little you have to do actually for it to make an impact. Like when you talk about running training, we have to be running regularly to get better at it yeah. and to train our aerobic system and to train our muscles to move in a certain way. Whereas with Pilates, it sounds like you don't really need to, to do that much at all for it to, to have a big impact. No, no. You, I, think, I think what I love about Pilates, and which is definitely something that I know, is that you become so body aware that... Yeah. Then when you go out running, you are thinking about, you know, you've got my voice in the background going, stay tall, you know. I can hear you, Louise, shouting, armpits down. <laughs> oh, I love the armpits. So, yeah, you have to come and find out about armpits. But, <laughs> yeah, but it makes such a difference, doesn't it? It does, honestly. And just making sure, knowing the right position for your pelvis to be in is such, um, it, that makes a huge difference to my yeah. running, I must say, because I'm not kind of sitting down running like you see many runners. Yeah. And exactly, kind of hunched in hunched up position. Yeah, it is. So yeah, even if you just come come along and, and learn the positioning, you'll gain something out of it. So yeah, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so we've we've chatted a bit about core. I mean, does does Pilates do the whole body, or is it just the the trunk? No, it does everything. So we do, you know, if you think about a plank, which is or press ups, which is yeah, whole body, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Like, if you did 10 press-ups a day you'd get a lot stronger yeah. but the thing that's holding you up is your core yeah. <laughs> so it's protecting your back it's you know it's strengthening so yes it does the whole body um and you know and, and what i love about um, pilates is we'll focus on the glutes we'll focus on stretching hamstrings we'll focus on um strengthening hamstrings which a lot of people miss out as well um so yeah it, it's the whole body yeah oh that's good and we talked about injury prevention what about when you're coming back from injury I mean is is there any reason why you couldn't do Pilates for example say someone had like a 
it's had kind of a, a back issue. Is is Pilates something that could help there or definitely. Um obviously with all injuries and if you know go and get it sorted by professional yeah um, absolutely you know, and treatment but most of the exercises that physios will give you are pilates exercises yeah um and i i team up with a lot of local pilates people anyway so um uh, sorry physio people um so i have a good relationship with people like that and yeah. I, you know, we can learn from each other which i love you know so yeah it's brilliant if you've got a bad back it's great and majority of back problems you know people get a back problem and they stop moving yeah <laughs> and then it gets worse because it stiffens up i you know mm. i you know i've had covid recently and i didn't move much for yeah. you know a couple of days and my back was you yeah. know oh wow so it's it's you know it's it is it's so important to move and if nothing else that's what pilates will make you do regularly yeah okay brilliant <laughs> So, so passionate about it. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it. Um, and so you should be. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's brilliant. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast and thinking, yeah, I think I'd like to give Pilates a go. How, how's the, what's the best way to get started if you've never done it before? Because obviously we want to break you in gently just to, you know, get your muscles used to it. It's really important to learn the technique. And, and that's kind of hard, I think, for people when they're used to going out and doing things like yeah. running and getting that high and everything else. But doing the technique is really important because, yeah. again, it will stop, um, stop injuries. So I, with me, I do a lot of mine online. Um, which is great and I've got people from all over the place I've had people from you know America doing my classes and things like that so it's really oh, wow. amazing that you can you know encapsulate all these people um, so you can do a one-to-one -one with me and you know we have a half an hour session on zoom it's recorded so you can go away and practice it you know so oh, brilliant you all the time so that's one way of doing it but the best way at the moment is probably my Pilates for runners back to basics challenge um, oh, I like the sound of this. Go on. <laughs> it's starting on the 16th of May. It's five days. Yeah. And it's and it's a really good, it's free. So it's really good to just give yourself an idea of what I'm going on about. Um, most of the time. <laughs> it's all done in a Facebook group. Um, but I will, I take you through the video. I, I send you a video each day to do a 10 minute yeah. video. So we can all take ourselves off our phone, stop scrolling, go and do 10 minutes. Um, before you go out for a run or something like that when you come back and then if you want to ask me questions I'll be live in the evening yeah um, so and it's really for people it's for runners oh, that have yeah. never done Pilates before and those that haven't done it for a while because I'm very conscious that a lot, I go on about Pilates a lot and there's lots of runners out there like well I've never done it so yeah so I want to bridge that gap and canny crosses as well I, I, well I was going to ask you the question because whenever I get on the floor to do some exercises Louise my dog comes and lies on the floor and gets in the way. So as long as you don't mind the old dog or two along. <laughs> well, you've been on my classes, Michelle. There's loads yeah. of dogs. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and Pickle joins in sometimes. So, um, yeah, so it, it's fine. In fact, talking of that, I am at Goodworth. So this is, we're recording this in May 2022. And yeah. there's a Goodworth festival at um, Goodwood. Oh, I love the, the sound of this. End of the month. And I am doing Pilates with dogs. Don't ask me what I'm doing yet, but... <laughs> oh, because that was going to be my next question. <laughs> well, it's interesting because we've had people on the podcast before, haven't we, and talked about core strength for dogs. Yeah. So there's... I probably do a lot of sit-in-stands with the dogs while we're doing oh, brilliant. Yeah. Because that's, you know, 
that's strengthening their core. That's 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 similar to us doing squats, isn't it? Yeah, things like that. But yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, I'm sure I can. Yeah, so I need to focus on that. So if you're a good wolf. Um, at the end of May 2022 come say hi oh that sounds brilliant yeah that, that could be really good fun or it could be absolute chaos so yes. uh, yeah, it could be I'm sure I'll see a lot of candy crosses there so I might come and come and say hi and um, let's we'll, we'll have a chat so um, yeah no I'm looking forward to it now it's good oh good. brilliant oh well thanks Louise is there anything we've not chatted about then in terms of Pilates I think we've, we've covered quite a lot there I think we've covered loads, haven't we? Um, no, just, you know, reach out to me on social media if you want to know more about it. But I do focus on Pilates for Runners and I do have a YouTube channel. So we'll put that in as well. So if it's something you want to have a look at and see what is she on about. Um, yeah. um, but, but you know, if you're, if you're getting to that age where the niggles and the aches and pains are starting to ha- happen, then it's, it's, um, it's, it's good. It's time time to do something. Yeah. So well, even before, you know, be- before those niggles happen, yeah. get in there and, Exactly. You know, find out what it's about. This challenge sounds good. I will join in actually, Louise, because I I do know I need to get back to Pilates. So yeah, this is kind of get you back the impetus I need to, yeah. to get back into it, I think. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you. Thank you for being in the in the other chair today. Letting me interview you. Well. you. <laughs> so we hope you've enjoyed listening and learning about Pilates. If you've got any more questions, do get in, ch- in touch with Louise. We'll put all her links below um, and a link to the course so that you can just sign up quickly. And remember, it's it's all free. Yeah, um, and yeah, don't forget we'll be- to um, subscribe and share this podcast with someone that you think might need it. <laughs> yeah, hopefully this one gets shared quite a lot because I know we had a lot of questions about Pilates. We did, so we will we'll get it out there. But brilliant. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah, thanks, Louise. And we'll be back soon with another episode.